Welcome to After the Paycheck, the video series dedicated to helping people to and through their retirement process. I'm your host, Adam Bly. This week, I'm here with Ryan Marston, partner here at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. I almost wore a purple shirt uh, myself. I'm glad you didn't. I did. Yeah. My, so my mom started watching these videos, and she <laughs> count, she called me out on wearing like a plaid shirt every week. She's like, you wear... You know, I thought like, it. She just said you, it. She said... <laughs> <laughs> like, we had, I had this a joke, like I posted on LinkedIn a while ago. I was like, man, like when I was doing these videos... And I was like, I got to change up my wardrobe or start bringing like clothes to change into yep. because even though they are different shirts, they're different plaid patterns, some, but it's always plaid. Some people probably open their closets, see a lot of white shirts or maybe blue shirts. You nope, just see it's plaid. All plaid. See yep. a plaid. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to bust out a couple of right, solid colors good. over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Growing up, you know, getting yeah, a little bit more yeah. adult in my, in my yeah. attire, I guess. Um, we are approaching the, the end of the year. Uh, 2020 uh, has been quite a year for everyone involved. It has. Uh, oh, thank, thank God. You know, <laughs> I think everyone wants to probably put 2020 behind us at this point. Yeah, right there's, there's a lot of good news coming there out is. over everything going on lately, there which is, is, which yep. is good. Um, and I know that this time of year, especially for a lot of people that are in the financial services industry and people that are thinking about or in retirement, taxes kind of becomes a big uh, point of interest yes. for, for a lot of things that people are talking about. So. We thought this week, let's go over uh, tax planning strategies that can be implemented now that actually will help minimize your taxes in years to come. Because I think that's what it is, is there's a scramble at the end of the, end of the year of like, the, you need to do this or you should be doing that. And it's like, okay, if we think about, take the information that we're going to discuss in this episode today and really think about that for future years in just how you're going to converse yeah. with your uh, financial advisor, I think is going to be more beneficial than just that quick, hey, call your, your financial advisor today. 100% agree with you there. Like, th it, there's a lot less you can do when it's last minute. You haven't really planned for it or adjusted for it. So if you can set yourself up now in, in, in the following years, for years to come beyond that while you're in retirement, um, I think you'll be in a much better situation and it'll allow you to do more on the tax planning front um, right. with your retirement accounts. Right. Which comes to like, why, if I'm near retirement or in retirement, why is tax planning something that should be top of mind to, for me? Listen, I mean, it, 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 I look at it as a potential uh, way of earning more money, right? If you can save 5% in taxes on a given year and re reduce your tax burden, right? Um, that's like a pretty good investment return on a yearly basis. Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to improve your tax situation if you can without upending your life for, for future years to come? And if you can put more, you know, net dollars in your pocket, um, you know, spend down a, a larger or less, uh, less of a percentage of your overall portfolio, yep. because of that, it'll just put you in a better situation through retirement. I like that. Yep. So as we get into kind of the strategies here, why... Why is it important to plan out what accounts or what streams of income you'll be pulling from in the in the future years? Or let's go with just immediately next year to start. Like yeah. why 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 is it important to understand? Oh, I can pull money from Social Security, a four hundred one k, a Roth. Um, I can't. You probably know about yeah. uh, types of investments, but. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people, when we sit down with them and the way they've saved is they have a lot of money in tax-deferred accounts, um, you know, be it 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, uh, 457s, etc. And as they're gearing up for retirement, they just think they're going to start withdrawing from that and withdrawing from Social Security, right? And when you do that, it's a little bit helter-skelter, and you're like you're putting everything in the pot at once, yep. right? And, it, like and, and you can, it might jeopardize you or, or catapult you or adversely affect your Social Security taxes um, without proper planning, yep. right? 
So if you can position yourself in years to come prior to retirement or prior to actually needing all this money, or maybe before your required minimum distribution age of 72, um, in reposition assets, yep. pay taxes down slowly at your rate, at rates what we, that we know what they are in today's environment in 2020 and 2021 before any potential changes, yep. um, it might actually reduce your tax burden in further years to come on your Social Security. Like that's the big unknown. A lot of people don't realize your Social Security can potentially be taxed at a in at right. a pretty high rate, your marginal right. rate. So if we can reduce that, that can save a lot of dollars in your pocket, um, and on top of repositioning the other assets. Let's go into that a little bit. I know sure. that we talked about that. I think two years ago now about yeah. how um, your income in retirement can affect your Social Security taxability rate, and that's. Uh, again, just yeah. to remind me, there's provisional income and then there's your marginal tax rate, right? Exactly. Those are the two main main things, right? Okay. So the provisional in- income is what determines what percentage of your Social Security gets taxed. Okay. So at the highest level, eighty-five up to 85% of your total Social Security can be taxed. Okay. The rate it's taxed at is the marginal rate. Gotcha. So that's your highest bracket that yep. you're in, right? So if you have all this tax-deferred income from 401ks and all pre-tax assets coming out in retirement, you might be in a fairly high tax bracket. Therefore, 85% of your Social Security is going to get taxed at said high tax bracket, right? Um, So if we can reposition that, maybe reduce the burden from 85% to 50% or even 35%, and then reduce your marginal tax rate down, that can make a significant impact of maybe greater than 5% yeah. a year in retirement. Yeah. No. So we were talking about like, oh, your, your t- marginal tax rate, that's on taxable income, right? So there right. are strategies you can do today that can lower yeah. what your taxable income will be in retirement, right? Yeah. So we talked about Roths and, yep. you know, Roth conversions has been a really hot topic this year. We've talked a lot about it, about it this year. Um, and if you can do that period or, or systematically over or over the years, start converting some assets to Roth that when you're in retirement, um, and and obviously the situation has to make sense. Everyone's different. But when you're in retirement, those Roth withdrawals, not only do you get the benefit of that money growing tax-free, but when it comes out to you, it doesn't affect your provisional income. Right, doesn't go into your taxable income. Right, it doesn't. So you're not in that higher, as high of a marginal bracket anymore. Yep. Um, Your your overall taxes are lower. Your provisional income formula might be less. Actually, taxing Social Security at a lower rate. So there's a lot of positive things that can potentially come out of uh, some strategies like that. So going back to again strategizing for not only next year but years to come. Years to come. Some Roth conversion. That's the benefit of doing a Roth conversion. Yeah, the, the one-off tax strategies, you know, it's not going to make a huge impact long-term, but when you strategize, again, over, you know, a period of years, for years to come, you might have 10 years to retirement, you might have five years to retirement, but if you start making changes now, that could have a significant impact for the better, right. you know, in, in retirement 10 years out. So we just made a case as for why you would want to consider making Roth conversions from your yep. uh, a 401k or a tax yeah. deferred account into a Roth. Are there situations where that wouldn't make sense? It, it does. Um, it, it, there are. So if, you know, if you're, let's say you're 65 now, you're on Medicare um, okay. and you actually convert and it puts you in too high of a tax bracket now, um, not only could your taxes be higher, but your Medicare assessment or the IRMA tax could actually be adjusted and you could actually be paying a penalty for okay. having too much income um, while you're on Medicare. 
So that that's one thing. And then, you know, it, maybe you're still working and you're actually in a high tax bracket. And in order to convert assets to Roth, you know, right now, you could have taxes due of over 30% between state and federal. Um, and it might not make sense if you're brackets in retirement are actually going to be lower. lower. So there's, there's really, there are definitely some situations when it won't make sense, but there's a lot of situations when it will make sense. So without really looking into your specific situation, analyzing your current income, uh, future income, expenses, different types of accounts you have set up now, um, it, it would be tough to, there's no like one size fits all for this. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Very customized. <laughs> so let's say I am interested in, in looking into if I should have a Roth conversion done or not, mm-hmm. or if I wanted to start a Roth conversion. How, how difficult is that process? Like what's the first step I would need to take if I say, I want to convert some of my 401k money into a Roth? IRA? Uh, I would say step number one is determining like what your taxable income is. So like we're right now we're we're approaching the end of the year. This is the best time to really see if a Roth conversion makes sense because you have a firm grasp on how much income you've made for the year 2020. Probably not going to be many surprises left at this point in time, hopefully, right? Um, But it is 2020. So so if we do want to look at it now is it is a good time to because we know if we do convert how much extra income that is going to generate for our taxes right okay so we then we can really try to pinpoint how much that we're going to pay in taxes come april um on any conversions at this point in time right so i think sitting down really plotting out how much income you've had for the year thus far um is is definitely step one and then we, other factors, you know, okay. layer in after that. But you made a good point there. Yeah. Like you have to pay. You don't pay taxes. Don't come out of the Roth account. You actually have to pay out of your pocket taxes yeah. at in they, a, the following April based can, on what you took out. Right. Exactly. They okay. can come out of your account, but that doesn't make sense because then that what if you do take it out of that account, it goes on to your taxable income, the the money you have to pay the tax with, right? Oh. oh. So that's why you, <laughs> ideally, what you want to do is you want to pay it out of like you know current current cash flow or checking or savings or like after tax money. Okay. Um, that, that's the ideal situation. A Roth conversion has to be done in that calendar year. So any conversions actually have to be done by December 31st. Okay. The tax actually doesn't have to be paid until the filing date. So right. April 15th, right? So you don't have to pay it until future, April 15th, but the conversion actually has, has to, to be done, done in the calendar year. Okay. Yep. So this goes back to what you were saying, like it makes sense to look at what your income is going to be, what your taxes on your regular income would be. And then you have a few months if you do realize, okay, this Roth conversion makes sense and you wanted to pay the taxes on that with a checking or savings account or what have you, you can kind of uh, figure out what that's going to be. Yep. Up until April. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good strategy. Yeah. Or a good smart. Yeah. Smart way to think about it. Yep. That's why you're the pro and I'm just this guy asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So another, another thing that I've heard about when people are talking about like tax strategies is. Uh, harvesting tax losses. Now, yeah. um, I'm not someone who's very privy to uh, investing in the stock market in and of itself. And when I hear the term harvesting tax losses, I wonder if for someone who just has a 401k account, is would that be something that I could do? No. Okay. Uh, quick answer is no there. Uh, right. So the with, with pre-tax assets like a 401k, IRA, um, 403Bs again. It you know there's no harvesting tax losses because if you, what what happens is uh, if you sell a position 
and you capture that loss. It doesn't matter inside of a 401k because that's all tax deferred until you actually make the withdrawal. Okay. So harvesting tax losses actually only exists in taxable accounts. So it could be an individual investment account. It could be a joint investment account, something okay. like that. Okay. And you may have um, losses in in that account uh, when you when you log in and look at it. So if you sold that, you capture those losses. That okay. can actually be a benefit to you um, for to offset any potential gains, either for the year or in future years. You can carry them over. Okay. So with with tax loss harvesting, um, you know, this year it was a pretty beneficial thing. So with a lot of our clients, you know, back in March, we actually we we harvest some losses and repositioned assets, capturing some losses from February and March. Okay. And now since has seen some significant appreciation in in the market. So helping to offset now these gains. Yeah, yeah. So we, we did harvest some losses back in, in March, and, and it's going to help offset the gains. So, But if you're looking at your account right now, we've had a pretty good run uh, since April. might be a little harder to find some losses to harvest right now. Okay. So, But there, there definitely can potentially exist in a portfolio still, and it, it's a good time to look at it. You always want to, for you know, whenever there's a, a extreme volatility one way or the other, you want to start looking at that. But then at the end of the year, it's, it's a good idea too as well. Okay. Are there are there any restrictions on on you were saying like I can't have a pre-tax account I can't yeah. you know I can't look at that like oh yeah. I, my my 401k took a hit if, in March but that doesn't matter if I you can't. don't know what you're doing you probably shouldn't do it and you should consult <laughs> someone because you can get into trouble okay it's like this wash sale rule so when you when you when you're tax loss harvesting usually you sell the position you buy a like position right you can't okay. just jump back into that same position so I couldn't sell, let's say Amazon took a loss and I had and buy stock in Amazon. Amazon and then buy, and buy it. it. No, nope, there's okay. a 30 day rule. Yeah. Okay. And so it's a wash sale rule. And so with with that, you got to be careful, right? So yep. you, you can buy like positions or, or like funds, things like of that nature to get back in and get exposure to that same like area or oh, sector like of the market you were in. Okay. Yep. Um, but you do have to be careful. And there are some other restrictions as well. So if you don't know okay. what you're doing, you, do, you don't want to just go do it. Gotcha. Yeah. So this might not be the best DIY situation. It's definitely to... not. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. It's like handling a saw if you don't know how to use one, right? Or a power tool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I made that mistake too. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? So we just talked about harvesting losses and how I shouldn't do it. Are there other tax strategies that I could possibly, from a DIY perspective, be looking into? Again, we were talking about income streams. What are some of the? What are some ways that I could think of? Um, converting assets into, or I guess, again, going into a tax strategy where I'm in this, I know I'm going to be in this tax bracket and now that I'm working, yeah. uh, when I stop working, I don't know if I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket or not because I haven't really thought about where my accounts are, or is that just kind of my next step? My next to do is to look at all of my potential sources of income. Yeah, no, it, okay. it definitely, it would be a next step. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I don't think anyone knows. You know, if you're at least five years away from retiring, no one, without lying to your face, can say, <laughs> I know what the taxes are going to be when you're retired. Okay. We know what taxes are today. Yep. They could be potential. I think they, I don't think they'll be changed in 2021 with everything else going on, right. even with, you know, the, the change of uh, presidency. Um, maybe 2022, and if not, definitely 2025 when the, when the current one sunset. So, Taxes are are always going to change. They're going to yep. be ever changing. And with what you can do now is we know if what, what what today's tax rates are right. Right. So if we start converting assets, at least we know what we're converting them at. 
Okay. I don't think a lot the, of people. The devil you know is better de- than the devil you don't. Yeah, because okay. you know we, we we're taking on a lot of debt as a country. The, the debt eventually does have to be paid off, right? Um, and taxes have to, in my opinion, I think go higher yep. at some point in time. So if we can pay them off at today's rates, which we know. Um, even if they stayed flat, it's still rates we know versus the unknown. The unknown, I don't, I never like the unknown. Right, I, right. I like the known. <laughs> um, and then the other strategy is really to get a good gauge on what your income bracket is. Because not only conver- conversions make sense, but a lot of times in, if, you're st- if you're contributing to 401k currently or 403b, you'll have that Roth 401k or Roth 403b. So you may yep. want to con- consider switching or at least putting a portion of what you're saving uh, for retirement now into the Roth side. Yep. So you don't get the current tax benefits, but it's going to help set you up for the future. So contributions as gotcha. well as conversions might make a lot of sense in, in some situations. Okay, yep. perfect. So if I'm, again, within five years of retirement, yeah. so again, me and my situation right now in my mid-30s, not ideal to really be that concerned about what the tax oh. rates are going to be in the next few years. Uh, well, for retirement purposes. I was going to say, you, sh- I was, you should still be concerned. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I just take my money, government. They're going to be 80% out. Yeah. You're okay with that? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> um, but it, again, if, I, if I'm nearing retirement and I'm like, okay, the idea yeah. is you, you were saying at the beginning of this, like that very helter-skelter, like I'm just going to you know retire and just start pulling money out of my 401k, yeah. not realizing that that could potentially raise my tax rates because of, number one, the amount that I'm pulling out every year, but mm-hmm. also could affect my Social Security not only my my taxable rate of my Social Security, which then kind of lowers what I'm actually going to get out of Social Security, right? Because that means that I'm paying more taxes on that. So I don't really get to take home that much. Less net in your pocket. So less net in my pocket. So I thought that if I'm getting $2,800 a month from Social Security, but I have to pay taxes on up to 85% of that at the 20% tax rate or whatever that is, right? That's how that works? Exactly. Perfect. I'm getting there. I'm learning. Uh, that could that could mean I'm losing you know potentially a couple of hundred bucks a month. Yeah, not only that, and if you're taking it you know from all these tax deferred accounts, if too much income's coming in, it could affect. And you're on Medicare because you're over you're over 65, you could be paying an an assessment on that medic uh, um, the Medicare tax. So they could increase what your your premiums are on a monthly basis. Okay. If you have too much income coming in, so there's a lot of things. You don't want to just aimlessly go into retirement and just start drawing on accounts without knowing the ramifications of drawing on the accounts. You don't want to just take out money just to take out money, right? Because right? it can have a really negative effect on your on your portfolio. And it, you could be saving, again, like 5% plus a year in taxes, right. never mind investment growth on top of that. Okay. So I was going to try and figure out some sort of like DIY option for, for people that are watching. But I think the best advice would be just talk to a professional. <laughs> like, like I can't think of any other way around this than just it's there's so many changes in potential, you know, between tax laws and different various forms of income that people are taking that I think it just makes sense to sit down with a professional and really f- go over go over all of your finances. Don't yeah. try and hold anything back from people, which is something that, I, that I've noticed, too, is people will try and not let uh, you guys know about maybe a, uh, an account or something that they've kind of squirreled away. But it can make a big impact. Exactly. That's a problem. So you, it's like going to the doctor's office and not telling the doctor like one of your symptoms and it could have a, a significant impact. Yeah. If in, in that situation you just brought up, like if that account has a capital gain and we uh, plan, didn't plan for that 
and all of a sudden that puts you over a threshold and we did a Roth conversion, you're going to be pretty upset when you go file your taxes <laughs> to realize that it, we, we went too far and it actually knocked you into the next tax bracket. Right. So, and that person's going to get angry at you because you did all the other work for all this not knowing that yep. this was an yeah. account. Yeah. Yep. So that's not fair to, to yep. any financial advisor. Yeah, you so. get, you got to be forthcoming and don't procrastinate. And, and right. it, it's, it's better to just take it head on. You know? Yeah. And, that and first step can be the scariest, but it it's a lot of times the best no for question. you. No question. No question. But you, if you make that step now versus five years from now, you know, you that five-year period from now to then, is it could have some seriously uh, impactful changes. Yes. In, for the benefit. So I like that. Yeah. So let's let's leave that at that again. So Perfect. Talk to a professional. Uh, if you have any questions, we do have, if you're at After the Paycheck, the form at the, below, uh, at the bottom of the page, you can f- ask any questions. We'll make sure we point you in the right direction, no matter who it is that you need to talk to. Um, and if you're subscribed on the podcast, again, you can head over to afterthepaycheck.com to find that form and fill out that information. Uh, until next time, I think next, I think we're doing probably pretty in 2021, cool. right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not coming back in this office. <laughs> Happy holidays! Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the year, and things are looking great for 2021. And we'll we'll catch you then. Take care. John Conley and Ryan Larson are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Inc., an SEC registered investment advisor. Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners LLC and Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance and annuities offered through licensed professionals of RNL Insurance Agency, LLC, Mass Insurance License 1783398.